0: Well, Summon the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary of Josh and Gary. Uh, Josh is not here. He's actually uh, playing in a friendly against another team tonight. <clears throat> and uh, so I am taking over. It's a little bit later in the week than we normally record and post. um, And that's because it's been a busy week, not just uh, for Josh and me with school and work and his soccer, but also um, in the Premier League. So we had um, some midweek matches last weekend, or last week, and then of course some matches over the weekend with some pretty fantastic finishes. That. The quality of the Premier League um, this season and even just the past couple weekends has been amazing, amazing. Great goalkeeping, uh, amazing last-minute wins, especially if you're a Manchester City fan like yours truly. Um, But we're not going to look back at uh, either the Premier League or Fantasy Premier League week that was, because we're already anticipating the upcoming Game Week 16. So we're going to jump into that. But before we do, thank you guys for listening to this podcast, uh, for subscribing and downloading, and also for following us on Instagram. It is just amazing how much activity we get from you guys there. We are about 700 people away from 20,000 followers if you haven't yet, please contribute to that number. Let's get that number low. We would love to hit 20K by the end of this year, and it's definitely doable. All right, let's go ahead then and jump into game week 16. Amazing that we're already 16 weeks into it. Um, I'm going to go through each fixture, and then we're going to talk about who is worth um, taking. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven matches on Saturday the 9th. And the first up is West Ham and Chelsea. So let's go ahead then and look at at the lads from West Ham here and talk about who you might want. So West Ham, not a great team this season, although I think they had a great... um, summer in terms of uh, the moves they were making and the transfers that they were doing. And I honestly thought they would have done better. Um, I know Chicharito has been out injured, but they actually played Man City all the way down to the wire um, over the weekend. So a uh, uh, slightly confident and informed West Ham are at home <clears throat> against um, last year's champion from West Ham. <clears throat> I would say Um Cajute, if he's available, so we're looking in the midfield. There's Cayute, who's been in great form. Lanzini, who's also relatively cheap at 6.8 million. Um, honestly, defensively and goalkeeping wise, I don't know that I would that I would make that jump. But if you did, um Cresswell is the player um, that I would go with on defense. Um That's really about it. I Honestly, as much as I'd like to say that I can endorse a lot of of the West Ham players, I can't. Joe Hart can be great, but I just don't know that he's going to get it done um, this weekend against Chelsea. Um, So then let's look on the other side of the pitch with Chelsea. Of course, Eden Hazard, two goals over the weekend. Um, He has found his form. He's unstoppable. We finally made the move and brought him onto our team. And we will most likely captain him as well. Um, I would say you could really pick anyone from Chelsea. Um, Hazard, of course. Um, Alonso, but he's expensive. Um, Marata is also on our team. Interesting that that Hazard and Marata are both exactly the same price at 10.8. I think Courtois is a good um, choice at goalkeeper. Christensen is inexpensive, um, on defense, at only 5.5, um, I won't list everyone because you know some of the, the main guys to look at, like Cahill, um, I did mention Marcus Alonso. Um, in midfield, Sesk has been playing really, really well, and if he gets in, um, Willian um, is also... potential threat, but I don't know. He's unpredictable whether or not he's actually going to start or how much he'll play. Next up are Burnley and Watford, and I should say this. I'm listing players from either of the teams that I'm talking about um, that are great choices to put on your team. I'm not going to give you the exact starting 11 because part of the fun of this is to figure out what works best for you, and everybody has their own personal preferences and how much money they have left. These are just if you're going to swap a player or two or maybe even play the free chip um, and get rid of the entire team for a weekend, these are some players to consider. All right, so for Burnley, um, Pope in goal. He's had a a phenomenal season. Um, Either me or Ward on defense, Um, Even though Watford can score some goals, uh, Burnley are at home, and I think they'll play well. Sam Vokes, if you want a a very inexpensive forward at 5.8, he is not a bad choice. Then on the other side of the pitch from Watford, despite not having a great weekend or even midweek last week, I think, um, of course, there's Richarlison, who's there, Decore. Um, His form has been similar to that of Richarlison lately, and he's only 5.4 compared to Richarlison's 6.6. Gomez, in goal, has been playing lights out. Um, So you definitely have some options from either of these teams, quite honestly. All right, next up we have Crystal Palace and Bournemouth. Some interesting matchups this weekend. So let's go ahead and take a look. At Crystal Palace and Bournemouth here. From Palace, <clears throat> you've got Sako, and I think you can you can go on defense um, with either of these teams. I think you'll be okay. Um, Sako is very cheap at 4.9 on defense. Loftus Cheek, the scout, the FPL scout has said a couple times that Loftus Cheek is going to come into his own. I don't think he has exactly yet, but I think he will. <clears throat> At midfield, he's only 4.6. So at the very least, he can and should be um, your on your reserves, on your bench. Um, Loftus-Cheek is a great pickup. Uh, Ward and Schlupp on defense as well. <clears throat> Zaha, of course, um, in the midfield. Benteke not been playing great. I don't know that I would gamble on him. For Bournemouth, <clears throat> Callum Wilson has been playing fantastic for them, and he's cheap as well, 6.1. You could really put together a pretty solid front line um, for you know under 7.5 million pounds each. Um, a lot of people are, are actually doing that. They are putting together a ridiculously strong midfield and going a little cheaper up top, and that's actually a strategy that we've gone with. In goal... The friend of Let's Talk Soccer, Asmir Begovic, he has been also playing. This is the season of goalkeepers and midfielders. Um, Midfielders pretty much the whole season, goalkeepers, definitely the past few game weeks, and Begovic is right there in that group of people. Um, Also on defense, you've got Daniels. Of course, I would not go for Josh King. He hasn't been doing all that well. Um, And that's really it from the Bournemouth side of things. Next up, two newly promoted teams, Huddersfield and Brighton, match up or face off or face up. Um, All right, so from Huddersfield, excuse me. Um, Again, neither of these teams are super high goal scoring, so defense is not a bad bet. Uh, Huddersfield started out the season great defensively. Uh, They are playing at home. So Schindler. Uh, we have him on our team, I think, still. He's very cheap at $4.6 million. Um, Lossel, if you have him and you don't have a better goalkeeper to choose, then go ahead and um, and play him. But I don't know that I would go out and grab him. And Tom Ince in midfield, if you're looking for another midfielder, he's only $5.6 million. Um, and, um, and he can get the job done. Uh, for Brighton... <clears throat> Another friend of Let's Talk Soccer, Pascal Gross, he will definitely be starting for us this weekend. He's still only 6 million pounds, which is pretty amazing considering how involved he is with that team's goal scoring. Um, If you don't have him yet, you need to grab him. Um, Who else of his teammates? Duffy on defense, Glenn Murray. Has been getting a lot of praise lately, and he's been playing quite well, so it's well-deserved praise. He's only $5.8 million. He's actually less than gross. Um, <clears throat> this could be a breakout game for him. Um, Bruno, defensively. kanakart uh, I think is how they pronounce it. He has not really popped off uh, yet. Uh, I think early preseason, he was expected to do better um, than he is. And then uh, defensively, Dunk. As well, um, so you've got you've got quite a few to choose from, um, especially on the Brighton side. Swansea and West Brom go at it in the next match. <clears throat> Swansea, Lucas Fabianski. What can I say? I told you it was the year of the goalkeeper, um, and he is very high towards the top of that list. In fact, I think he maybe has the most saves in the league right now, um, <clears throat> by by a good amount. Um, so if you have him play him, if you don't, you might want to go out and get him as for a goalkeeper, as far as goalkeepers go, he's pretty low priced. He's only 4.6 million. Now, when you've got a great goalkeeper behind you means that there's a better likelihood for a clean sheet. So you may want to look at, um, some Swansea defenders and all of them are going cheap. Naughton is only 4.6, Olsen is only 5, and Alfie Mawson is only 5. Not too bad. Um, Tammy Abraham up at Stryker is probably the only other uh, swan that I would recommend. And again, he's cheap. He's 5.9. So if you're looking at that strategy I was talking about of really, really getting the best possible midfield you can, and looking for an inexpensive forward line. You've got Glenn Murray, and now you've got Tammy Abraham. And don't fool yourself. These guys will get points, especially if your midfield is killing it. Um, On the West Brom end of things, they've had a little bit of a rough go, but um, that doesn't mean that they don't have some standout players. Um, speaking of inexpensive forwards that have had decent form lately, uh, Robson Canoe is only five, 4.9. Um, he may be worth even just having on your bench. <clears throat> um, Ben Foster in goal. Maybe if you have him, um, you might want to think about starting him, but I don't know that I would rush out and go grab him yet. All right, next up we have Spurs and Stoke. This could actually be a really interesting match, and I would not be surprised at all if Stoke walk away with at least a point here. Um, All right, so from Spurs, let's just talk about him. Harry Kane, he has not been pulling his weight lately. He is still somewhere in the top five goal scorers somehow. Um, although I don't ever remember him scoring for my fantasy team. Quite honestly, I think a lot of you feel the same way. Um, so actually, we dropped him from the team. We may go back and get him, I think, in game week 21. He has a double game week. Um, so we might go back then and get him. Um, but I'm not sold on him. Now, of course, now that we got rid of him, he's going to have a hat trick this weekend. Mark my words, but that's okay. We brought in even Hazard in his place. We're kind of in his place, but if you're willing to go with Kane, go with Kane. Even captain him, although they don't play well at home. They haven't, at least yet. So just be mindful of that. Um, Erickson and Alley, same thing. Haven't been playing great um, overall. Their points are good, but especially lately, not not looking so great. Honestly, um, Trippier, not bad. Um, I could I could see you going for him. Um, same for Loris, although they do give up some goals at home. So just be careful. You know, Trippier, the Spurs defenders can definitely uh, get their, their share of assists and goals. And that's more so why I'm looking at them <clears throat> versus the prospect of keeping a clean sheet. Um, Davies, I would say stay away from him with a 10-foot pole because you just never know when or if he's going to play. Um if Vertonghen is back in the lineup, then, um, you know, and if he's fit, although he's, I don't know, you may want to let him get back into a little bit of uh, fitness before you do that. All right, on the Stoke side, Shaqiri, uh, he is not only a midfielder that's having a great season, but also he's inexpensive at 6.1. So Shakiri, he's the kind of guy that can chop down uh, a giant like Spurs, so... Um, you just watch him grind it out. So he is definitely one to consider. Um, Chupo Moting, I don't know. He's been pretty quiet past couple weekends, past few games. <clears throat> but he's cheap at 5.6, so it can't hurt. Uh, Joe Allen is only 5.2. Um, another very inexpensive forward that has been playing well lately is Diouf. So you've got Murray, Diouf, and Abraham. And that's... Less than 20 million. That's much less than 20 million pounds right there. All right. So that does it for that match. Newcastle and Leicester City are next. For Newcastle, Dwight Gale has been playing lights out lately. I've used that term a couple times now. I don't know why. It's not a term I normally use, but I'm using it tonight. Um... But he has been playing lights out, uh, scoring against some really big teams. I think he scored one against Chelsea and then one against Manchester City, I believe, um, in his past couple games. So that's nothing uh, to ignore. And um, he may be someone you want to grab now. Uh, another cheap, you know, all these guys that I've mentioned are under $6.5 million, All these forwards that I've mentioned, I've mentioned he's the fourth one now. Um, maybe... Maybe you don't start him this weekend um, because they're playing Leicester City, but um, he may be someone you just want on your bench for when you need him. Um, I don't know that I would really uh, endorse getting anyone else. Unfortunately, from, um, from the Newcastle side of things, on the Leicester City side, Mares and Vardy have both been playing well. <clears throat> Mares is pretty expensive at eight point four for a midfielder. Vardy still pretty low price at eight point six for a forward. Um, Mares has more total points and is in better form right now, and actually is a differential. He's only selected by five percent of people, whereas Vardy is almost seventeen percent. Um, so in that case, I would opt for Mares if you're looking for uh, an opportunity to go higher um, in the league that you're in. Casper um, Schmeichel, another goalkeeper that's been playing great, um, he is definitely one to think about getting or starting at the very least. Um, and because of the way he's been playing, and because they're playing Newcastle, who has somewhat limited um, offensive weapons. Uh, think about some Leicester City defenders. There's Morgan and Maguire and Simpson, which all stick out to me. So that does it for our Saturday matches. Those are seven of those. Now we've got um, three matches on Sunday. The first of which is um, is Southampton and Arsenal. <clears throat> This could be an interesting one, too, I think. I don't know why, but I just get an interesting feeling from this. Um, I honestly don't know that I would go out and grab anyone from Southampton, quite honestly. Um, if you have someone, great. So let me tell you, if you have them and they are your best option, um, Tadic in midfield is cheap. Charlie Austin is only 6 point zero at forward. Um, I don't think I would start Fraser Forrester. Um, you've got, also you've got Davis in midfield. And then, um, on defense, you've got Bertrand and Van Dyke. <clears throat> then on the Arsenal side, you definitely have some, some picks here. Um, <clears throat> Mustafi is injured right now on defense, uh, but 75% chance of playing. He just got a little banged up. Um, He's only selected by 3.8% of people, so um, his form is the best on the team right now. Um, He's pretty uh, averagely priced for um, a better defender at 5.4. So if he's healthy, go grab Mustafi. Um, Alexis has been playing really well lately. This could be a big game for him. He's super expensive, though, at 118 Um, As is his teammate Ozil, and the pair together are pretty deadly um, at 9.3. Now, Aaron Ramsey has been playing really well. He's fourth in the team in terms of form, um, actually tied with Ozil in form, but he's 2.1 million pounds less. And actually, more people own Ramsey than own Ozil, which is is fascinating. Um, Koscielny on defense, he is good for a goal every now and then. Uh, We picked up Kolasinac. Um, for this coming game week, he's expensive. He's 6.2, but, um, he's been in great form and he can, he can get some points. Peter, Petr Cech, um, is not a bad choice at, uh, at goalkeeper. Be- Bellerin or Bayreen, Be- as I've heard him called, um, is another one. These Arsenal defenders are actually quite expensive. Uh, Monreal, not looking super great. Lacazette. Okay. Um, I think he almost sat out the other day but ended up playing and, and doing okay um if you have him fine um play him and start him but I don't know that I would go hunting after Lacazette if you have um that much money to spend that could be invested elsewhere such as in getting a really, really strong midfielder, maybe getting rid of your your more your weaker um, or average defenders, uh, getting rid of Lacazette um, or whatever forward you're planning on getting rid of, and instead of spending it on Lacazette, get yourself a really great midfielder um, and then one of the four or five cheaper forwards that I told you about. All right, Liverpool and Everton. Um, Liverpool are spotty. And so are Everton, honestly. Um, so, this could be a really fascinating, entertaining match. Um, of course, from Liverpool, you've got Mosala. He can do no wrong. He's selected on 54% of teams. That's crazy. His form is insane. Um, more than two points. More than anyone else on his team, he's got 113 points already. I posted something the other day on our Instagram page that if he keeps up the pace that he's at, he'll have just over 30 goals this season, which um, would be a real sight to see. But he is definitely a Balloon Door contender, um, and right now should be a front runner. Quite honestly, just based on how he's played um, these first 15 games, um, his teammate Coutinho has been on fire, as has his Brazilian. Uh, compatriot Firmino. All fairly expensive though. Um, Catinho actually has the lowest um, selected buy rate at only 7.2. So if you're looking for differential, Catinho could be your man. Uh, Sadio Mane, if he's back in the lineup, um, can definitely score some goals. Um, and their defenders have been stepping up quite well lately. Uh, Moreno. Um, is probably the man that I would choose. Now, you could always gamble on a cheaper um, uh, player like Emre Chan. He is good for some goals, and when he's on, he's on. And he's only 4.8 million pounds um, at midfield. So if you're if you're building up that that midfield and you just need one more piece, and you can't spend more than five million, you can scrape together 4.9. Or, sorry, 4.8. You've got yourself a heck of a player there. All right, on the flip side, you've got Everton. Gilfie Sigurdsson, finally, finally, finally coming into his own a little bit there at Everton. Um, I thought he was going to make a much bigger impact, much faster um, when he moved over from Swansea. But it seems like he's finally finding some form. Um, I would stay away from Pickford, albeit he has been playing lights out once again yes i'll use that phrase um another another goalkeeper that's just on fire but i don't think that this is the match you want to play him in calvert lewin another inexpensive forward at only 5.2 million um rooney with a lovely hat trick recently um something like 2,000 2,100 days since the last time he scored a hat trick or something um the old man can still do it it's good to see us old guys uh doing well out there. So um again, Sigurdsson, Calvert Lewin, and possibly Rooney. Um I would consider for that match. And then the last one of the weekend is the Manchester Derby. Played at old Trafford. Um you know uh our buddy Pogba not playing because of a I don't know. I want to say it was a silly foul. I don't know that he intentionally fouled him or not. It looked like he was just stepping, and that was the natural sort of uh, range of where his foot was going, and he just so happened to step on his knee. So I don't know that that was intentional. I definitely don't agree that it was a straight red or worthy of a straight red. So I kind of feel bad, but not that bad because I am a Manchester City supporter. This is one of those games where you have Players on both teams who are just playing out of their minds well, but do they sort of negate each other um, and cancel each other out, or are the big players going to have big games still? So that is the $20 million question, and I don't know the answer to it. I would say this. I would say if you are looking to grab a player from Man U and or Man City— Pick your favorite. By favorite, I don't mean the one you identify with the most. I mean the one that you think is going to get you the biggest points or you feel is playing the best. Um, Go ahead. Go for it. Uh, What do you got to lose? I will say, though, I do not think you should go for a defender or goalkeeper if you're hoping for a clean sheet. Um, If you're going for a uh, defender that can assist or score goals or maybe get some bonus points, fine. But otherwise... I don't know that I would um, that I would count on um, a scoreless um, result from either side. All right, so from Man U, obviously Pogba is out. It would be interesting to know what you guys are doing to replace him, if you have him. Um, Martial's been playing quite well lately. Um, De Gea was just amazing. 14 saves in his last game, and they were all just spectacular, but I still don't think I would – play him in this. Lukaku gets um, gets a lot of criticism for not stepping up in big games. I don't know that he'll... I mean, he's going to have to sort of carry shoulder a lot of the load with Pogba out, but I just don't know if he's going to get it done. He needs to, but I don't know if he will. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Ibra. I wouldn't go out and pay $9.8 million for him, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him. So from the Man U side... You can gamble on Lukaku, Um, Martial is not a bad wager, and I'm a huge fan of Marcus Rashford. I just don't know if he'll get the start or not. And then for my Manchester City, pick them all. Now, Um, Sterling, of course, has been playing incredibly well um, with a lovely last-minute goal in the middle of last week. Um, Kevin De Bruyne is um, pretty much unstoppable, one of the best three midfielders um, in the Premier League right now alongside Hazard and Salah, in my opinion. Will Jesus or will Aguero play? Or maybe they'll both play. I would think one way or another Aguero is in that match. He has the history here. Um, he knows how to score and beat Manchester United. So Aguero has got to see the field. Um, if not for at the beginning of the match, then definitely for a large portion of it. Um, David Silva is, um, injured. He's got a knock 75% chance of playing. Just so you know, um, Sane, he did not get a yellow card over the weekend. So he is playing in this match. He is a great bet. Um, And actually, Fernandinho's been playing really well lately, so keep an eye on him. But my choices from the Man City side, um, Sané, I'm going to gamble and say Aguero is going to start. Um, David Silva, if he's not injured, um, I could even see Pep sitting him and resting him, honestly, as weird as that sounds, Um, because you've got Sterling and De Bruyne um, and Sané all there to help. Um, But that's going to do it, guys. Short and sweet this week. Actually, not that short or that – hopefully sweet, but it's not that short. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for listening. We will post all of our suggestions and everything up on Instagram. It's just Let's Talk Soccer. Please follow us there. Please subscribe to this podcast. And until next time, we say peace. Goodbye.